giant voice. The official podcast of the United States Navy's largest overseas installation, Commander Fleet Activities, Yokosuka. All the information you need to succeed as a forward deployed sailor in Japan. Each week, we tackle one topic and speak to experts who can answer some of your most frequently asked questions. This is the Giant Voice Podcast. Well, okay. So here we are for another episode of the Giant Voice Podcast. Um, we see that at least some people are downloading and listening to this podcast. Uh, so we're pretty happy about that. We've been working pretty hard. Um, just because of the nature of how things are, um, we haven't had much of a chance to talk about what this even is or what it's doing. So today we have me. I am uh, Dave Fluellen. Um, I've been your host a few times. We also have the two other members of the public affairs team at CFA who have been hosts. We have MC2 Connor Hotelling. Hello, hello. And we have Mr. Garrett Cole. Morning. <laughs> Hang on, I'm losing my mic. It's 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 a uh, it's, it's leading. You know, we don't really our, know what we're we doing. We don't know here. what we're doing. Um, we're trying our best. Uh, we we built a podcast studio, and all the microphones are breaking off now. <laughs> I was like, why do I keep leaning back further? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's why. So. Uh, no varnish. Uh, we were tasked to do this as is with a lot of stuff in the military. We are told by our higher ups that this is what we want you to do and you guys execute it. So we've been doing our best to execute it. Um, and we've been taking it as seriously as we can and trying to make something good, uh, for everyone at CFA. So, uh, I guess what we wanted to do today was introduce ourselves a little bit and say that, you know, regardless of the fact that we were, we were sort of tasked to do this, we want to make it clear that this is for you guys. And we have access to be able to interview pretty much anybody on base or anyone that has anything to do with, with, uh, with the base. I think a lot of this hinges on uh, viewer input or right. li listener input. Listener, listener input, input yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, so if you know anything or if you want to know anything, if you are curious about anything going on around the base, please send us something. Yep. We have uh, the email yokoskoreport at gmail.com. Yep. We are more than happy to receive any sort of uh, input or uh, just any general questions about the base. We'll try to get it in fit into an episode as soon as possible. Exactly. And, and you can always reach out to us on our on the CFA Facebook page as well um, with ideas for episodes. So, again, if like Connor just said, if there are any questions, anyone you want interviewed, we can bring them in and we can get the answer from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Yeah, I think one of the biggest problems that people have is not knowing who to talk to when it comes to a situation. Right. Uh, they don't even know, know the first place to look and the Internet's not the best resource for anything military sometimes uh, not no so uh, i mean there's a couple of sites that you know you have to go through but um yeah i mean especially since we can, we have the ability to reach out or find whoever you need to talk to yep and and yeah like you say garrett that's uh we we have a lot of access to be able to get whoever in here and ask them the questions directly and uh 
you know, like the housing episode, which uh, Garrett, you did that interview. You know, that was one that we saw a lot of stuff on the Facebook page about people with housing questions and people with housing issues. And Garrett, I know you tried to ask a lot of the questions that we had seen floating around out there to get answers. So we hope that that was helpful for people. Uh, Another one is I did the uh, the Admiral with Sofa stuff, and there's always lots of questions about Sofa. So. Uh, yeah, we hope that that stuff helps. Well, I mean, and a lot of times, you know, people go to town halls and stuff and they have a lot of questions for the CO or the hospital or everything. But uh, some of the questions that they have, the CO isn't the subject matter expert right. when it concerns that. I mean, if you're asking him about things at the next, he's only going to know so much and he doesn't have rep- a representative from the next there to give you the information that you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, MC2, Connor Hoteling, you want to tell uh, any of our listeners a little about yourself? Uh, wow, that's a that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know myself uh, at all. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> um, single, ready to mingle? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my name is MC2, Connor Hoteling, uh, born and raised in Orlando, Florida. Um, yeah, I kind of fell in love with photography and, uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the arts that go into public affairs and I kind of found my way here. So yeah, uh, not much about me, but, um, where were you, uh, Navy wise before you came to CFA? I was on the USS, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, CVN 69, uh, for an unfortunate, unfortunate amount of time, um, we had one of the longest deployments, uh, I think, recorded to date on a carrier, uh, and it was during um, the pandemic, right? Yes, during the pandemic. So, no fun. Uh, How many days at sea total was that? I think uh, our longest one was two hundred and eight days. That is absolute insanity. So two hundred and eight days without a port visit. Yeah, and then we got back, and then went out again for another That is an absolute nightmare, man. Um, well, we're glad to have you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, listened to the interview you did. I edited the interview you did, um, with, uh, N9 and that was very good. So yeah, it'll, it'll be fun. We're, we're going to keep taking turns and try and get some different perspectives on, uh, on Navy stuff. And I think it's good to have, a you know, a second class active duty in there who can ask questions from that perspective, you know? Uh, so Garrett Cole, uh, the one and only Garrett Cole, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So full disclosure, I'm going to, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. Garrett was not Navy prior to being a civilian. Garrett was in the air force. Garrett's our wild card. He's our wild card, (laughs) which we don't hold it against him. Uh, I love the Air Force. And uh, yeah, so why don't you tell us a little about yourself? I may not have a Navy in uniform, but I did work for Pack Fleet for about nine years. So I got uh, very much immersed in the culture and uh, picked up a lot of words I probably shouldn't say around my kids. (laughs) So what did you when you were in the Air Force, what did you do? So I came in as a videographer. And then uh, unlike the Navy, where they see the value in videographers, I was actually the last videographer to go through Dimfo straight out of basic training. And they changed wow. it to broadcaster after in that. six months yeah. after I got to my wow. first duty station. Um, and I mean, I've been a journalist since high school, uh, I wrote for the paper and then in college I did it. Um, so the broadcast side was not my cup of tea. Right. Um, absolute 
stress. I think I got gray hairs from that. <laughs> um, videography, I did have a, a strong, strong passion for that at first. And then when we stopped doing that, you know, the quality of video products started going down when we started doing these minute and a half stories. Um, so I, once I got to my second duty station, my first duty station was actually in Yakota. So I've been, I've been to Japan a few times, yeah. um, almost every year as a, <laughs> as a, to visit after that. Nice. Um, but <clears throat> once I got to Oklahoma, uh, I went from, I transitioned from broadcast to doing print, which is kind of what I want to do. I was big into, uh, you know, Ernie Pyle and Hunter S. Thompson and stuff. So yeah. I was like, all right, this is kind of what I want to do. So. Um, I finished out my first enlistment. Or, yeah, I finished out my enlistment in active duty there. And then we moved straight to Hawaii so that I could finish up uh, my undergrad. And then I worked kind of freelance for a newspaper um, that was embedded with the Marine Corps, uh, the Marine Corps base at Kaneohe Bay for about a year and a half uh, before we found out we were expecting our first child. Hey, and then congrats. I needed to have a real job. <laughs> So that's Uh-oh. when I that's when I took the job working at Pack Fleet for um, for nine years, and then you know went to graduate school while we was we were still there, um, and kind of that was actually kind of a challenge when I was working at the newspaper. They they said, well, you only have an undergrad in business, so you might not know anything about being a journalist. And I was like, all right, I'll get a master's in it just to yeah. just to shut you guys up. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I mean that's always been kind of passion. You know, I love. Uh, you know, even my my most recent journalism vice, ironically, is Tokyo Vice. Uh, yeah, Tokyo Vice is great. Yeah, Jake is uh, Jake is uh, Jake's a prodigy. I don't relate to him at all. He is a uh, yeah. He's good at what he does. He's Actually, good at what he does. Yeah. So for any listeners out there, uh, if you're new to Japan or even if you've been here for a long time, uh, Jake Adelstein is uh, an American journalist who came here in the '90s. I want to say. Um, and uh, worked for Japanese newspapers doing the crime beat. Uh, he was the first foreigner to do it, and he wrote a really, really good book that's called Tokyo Vice um, about about kind of the underground in in Japan. Um, you know, kind of the other side of things that we don't we don't see so much. Um, he actually has a podcast right now that's actually really quite good. Really, so, yeah, we yeah. should we should get him in here. Yeah, right we, yeah. yeah, I would love to if we could, but. Um, yeah, so he has a podcast right now too. That's about uh, disappeared people in Japan. That's mm-hmm. that's very very good. So yeah, mm. yeah, um, he's pretty cool. So yeah, so now you and your family are you left Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. We there was a there was a you know there was a thing with my contract, and uh, so for a couple of months I was freelancing and um, writing for a couple of different publications, and then um, we had already been we had already we had kind of felt it in our heart that we needed to be here, like. Um, it was it was time to leave Hawaii, yeah. um, and I uh, COVID hit, so we kind of just got stuck. Yeah, um, I I bet. Yeah, we just kind of got stuck. Uh, Japan closed its borders. My in laws moved out here years ago, and so it was kind of like we were just kind of in Hawaii alone. And um, about a year later, uh, I applied for a job the job out here, and. Um, and then yeah, here, you are. here I am. Oh, so nice. uh, that's my uh, two-minute story turned to twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that is something extremely surreal. Is that I missed all? I think all of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I was you on guys never, for you were, you were on the ship. Yeah. So the whole world has this shared experience that I kind of dipped out on. <laughs> Didn't have any of it. <laughs> I just 
had my own equally weird, weird experience. experience. Yeah, yeah, being <laughs> underway. Um, yeah, I I had a buddy who used to say, shout out Declan Barnes if you uh, if you ever listen to this, who used to say, being underway is just like a a plane flight that just never ends. Yeah, that is like it just extremely feels like, true. Yes, <laughs> that like horrible feeling of being on an airplane on a commercial flight, but it just never ends. It just keeps going. And then they make you a flight attendant. <laughs> you you work there now, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the, the food's even worse. To, <laughs> suddenly it gets you're gradually you're worse. A janitor too, <laughs> like yeah. Um, I also remember having a conversation with a guy. We were talking about a bunch of Navy guys were around, and we were like, what's the worst meal you ever had underway? And I know you were on a big deck, which is a little bit different. I was on small decks, and these are a bunch of small deck guys. And it's like, what's the worst meal you ever had? People are throwing out all sorts of funny stuff. And this guy said, yeah, one time we came for, for dinner, and it was just baked potatoes. Like literally, it was just buckets of baked potatoes. Like, that's all. Uh, I'll do you had. one better. It was I was on, baked potatoes. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I was on the night shift, and uh, man, they put out anything they could because they were kind of in that in between between. Like for mid rats. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. called mid rats, where it's in between uh, dinner and and the the breakfast. Uh, it was just peas. <laughs> it was just peas. Just buckets of just peas. Buckets of peas. I was pissed, dude. I was like, what the hell. So, yeah, uh, as far as me, uh, my name is uh, Dave Fluell, and I, I was uh, seven, almost eight years active duty, and then a couple years reserves as well, uh, Navy. Um, I was a late joiner. Uh, I was 29 when I joined. Uh, previous to that, most of my 20s I spent living in Sweden. Um, so I, I already had kind of an international perspective on things and, uh, I got bit by the travel bug, the adventure bug. And, uh, that's why I joined the Navy at first was to just kind of see more of the world and get paid for it. And, uh, I love being in the Navy. I had a great adventure while I was doing it. Uh, it was time to, time to say goodbye. I think, um, I got out on a really good note, but I just felt like I didn't want to do 20. I wanted to do something else. Um, so I got out, uh, my wife who is a uh, Japanese national and I, we had our first son in 2017. Uh, I was working at AFN at that point. Uh, when I left AFN, I uh, worked as a freelancer here in Japan for a few years doing uh, video audio, some graphics work, um, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, picked up the civilian job last year, uh, for the public affairs office here. And, uh, yeah, it's been pretty fun being back on base and being back around Americans. I hadn't been around Americans for a few years. So that was, uh, it was a bit of a culture shock coming back to, uh, to base, but, uh, it's fun. It's, uh, I missed the, uh, the sense of humor, um, the military sense of humor. It's, it's nice to be back around that. Because, I mean, a lot of people listen to this know, like, sometimes people who've never been in the military don't quite get our sense of humor. So it's nice to be back it's around It's not that. exactly highbrow. No, it's not exactly <laughs> highbrow, and it can be pretty dark. Um, so Pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things, like, the Marines talk a lot about this. It's a big Marine thing. Is They call it shared hardship, right? Is yeah, that, like, yeah. Part of yeah. being the, a Marine is that Marines – go through all this nasty stuff. Like even when they're not, you know, at war or on deployment, like being a Marine is not easy, right? They have way more rules and requirements than any other branch. 
And part of the reason that they do that is all Marines share in that kind of pain and suffering. And so, you know, every other Marine has been through it. And I think, uh, you know, the military in general is like that to a degree. We, we all kind of have the same off kilter sense of humor because of the weird stuff that we've. Yeah. Despite what, uh, despite what Top Gun tells you, it's not the most glamorous job. No. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have that support system. It's good. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, that's a little bit about us. Uh, but yeah, to go, to go back kind of to the beginning here, um, you know, th- this is not necessarily something we wanted to do or wanted to push. We've been having a pretty fun time doing it. Um, and we're trying to take it as seriously as we, seriously as we can and try to, you know, be a voice for what you guys want answered. So active duty, civilians, contractors, spouses, kids of active duty or contractors, Whoever you are, if you have questions, if you have problems, if you need answers, hit us up. Let us know. We will find the person who can answer the question and we will bring them in for an interview and we will ask the questions you guys want answered. Let us be, you know, your voice directly to these people um, because that's what we're here to do. So, uh, yeah. Um, Yokosuka report at gmail.com. Please email us with ideas of who you want us to interview, of who you want us to talk to. Um, also the CFA Facebook page. Um, and also I would suggest to, you know, anyone you want us to interview. If you guys just think there's someone cool on base who has a cool story, right? Um, or, or, a uh, that's done something exceptional on base. Let us know about that. We'll bring them in and interview them as well. Um, you know, this, this is a democratic podcast. We, we, we want your guys input and we will take it to heart. Uh, you guys agree? Yeah. At the end of the day, we just well, want, want just you like to any feel... democracy. If you don't have the, if you don't have the people, then the, there's yeah. no, there's no, you know, there's no podcast. So. That's right. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. Uh, no, you're good. We we just we want you to feel heard. That's that's it. At the end of the day, and uh, if you don't feel heard, then uh, there's clearly something wrong. It's a big proponent of what the our new CEO is trying to bring to the table too. He wants to make sure that he has an open door policy. He wants everyone who has problems to raise hell about it as they should. Uh, and if you have a problem, please uh, let us know. Let somebody know. As long as someone knows. Yep. We uh, we'll get to it, and we'll we'll find the person who has the answers, and we'll ask the questions, um, certainly. And like Garrett said, the CO wants an open door policy, but the CO can't answer every question. He is not the subject matter expert in everything, right? So we will find the subject matter expert, and we will get the question answered. So I think that is just about it. This is our little. Uh, our little episode to introduce ourselves that we hadn't had time for because we had the Admiral lined up and the it's CEO a little, lined up. It's a little free form. It's a little free form. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just wanted you guys to know who we are, a little bit about us and what we're trying to accomplish here and that this is for you guys. So please hit us up, give us ideas, tell us about things you want answered, tell us about problems you're having and let us know. And we're going to try and find answers for you guys. 
Do you guys have anything else? Garrett? Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, we're, we're happy that someone out there is listening. So uh, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next episode. Adios. The Giant Voice Podcast is a production of Commander Fleet Activities Yokosuka Public Affairs Office. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the policy of the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. Thanks for listening.